Nobody needs an introduction to Pokemon, one of the most popular media franchises of all time. With nearly 300 million sales in video game software alone, Pokemon is an absolute juggernaut throughout the world. Pokemon has been all about exploring the lands to become a Pokemon master, and with the release of Pokemon Legends Arceus on Nintendo Switch, the exploration has been taken to a whole nother level. Pokemon Legends Arceus is an ambitious revamp that successfully revolutionizes the defining Pokemon experience of catching and battling. The way Adventure completely reimagines how you go about the capturing and battling for Pokemon is explementary. Pokemon wander the overworld as they did in Let's Go and Sword and Shield's wild area. But instead of touching them to start every fight, here you have a buffet of options for how to approach each counter. You could, for instance, toss a Pokeball right away for a capture attempt, or send out one of your Pokemon for a battle. Or play it safe and use items like berries to distract them or mud balls to stun them. Some Pokemon will flee the second they see you, requiring you to stealthily hide in tall grass to get a good shot of them. Others might attack you directly. There, for instance, your actual character, not your Pokemon. And all you have to do is dodge roll and take a hit with your limited health bar. For Pokemon RPGs, this level of real-time action and peril is a new and welcome change that properly casts Pokemon as the actual dangerous critters they are. A whole new world is awaiting to be explored by you in Pokemon Legends Arceus, out now on Nintendo Switch. Rated E for everyone. Oh, How are nice. you, man? Can you hear me okay? Yep, sorry, I just uh, I had to change how I was looking. No problem. Yep. No problem. How are you doing today? Through? I'm good, I'm good. Awesome. Um, sorry, can't be there in person. I've got a sick kid and two kids in school, and I'm driving down to Columbus for understandable man session, and yeah, just rough. <laughs> rough on my time. Hmm. But I'm happy to do this, man. Thanks for reaching yep. out. Uh, I'm glad to have been able to get you. Yeah, absolutely. So are you at Hudson High School? High school. Okay, great. How about what year are you in? Uh, I am currently a junior, so that would be 11th. Okay, great. And your mom is Sarah? Yep. Very cool. Very cool. She is a great person. So so this is a, uh, a podcast. Yep. Okay. What's the theme? What's the, tell me just a little bit about it. Um, so we're primarily run, uh, by a student body. So we do have teachers, but they're just for, uh, making sure that we're on track and helping us if we need any help. But other than that, it's mostly student ran. That's great. Very cool. And just different topics yeah. relevant to students. Okay. Yeah, mainly mainly that. We have okay. a... It's mainly just focused on our area. So basically just near Hudson, Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, uh, Stowe. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Local issues. Yep. And we also just... We do a variety of things, and everyone seems to enjoy doing it. Cool. All right. Well, I'm, uh, I mean, ready when you are. All right. Uh, so my first question for you, 
uh, is when it's when it's basically the state representatives role in the government. Yeah, so, you know, we have three branches of government in Ohio, but it's really similar to the federal government where you've got the executive branch, which is the governor, uh, and then the legislative branch, which has two houses. One is the, well, there's judicial and then legislative, and of course, I'm in the legislative branch. So there is the um, Senate, which is the upper house, uh, and or the upper branch, and um, and the House of Representatives. So there are you know approximately somewhere around 11 and a million ohioans uh and 99 representatives and uh, each one of us represents about 120,000 ohioans so i i represent the 37th house district which is hudson stowe twinsburg macedonia reminderville uh down to monroe falls silver lake and a part of cuyahoga falls as well so there's uh, and Northfield. There's and that's changing because of redistricting, but that's the area that I currently represent today. Our job is to, you know, essentially like you're our bosses, right? Um, our job is to listen to the needs of our constituents, to work constituent cases for them, basically to be an interface when needed between the state government and our constituents and local governments, um, and also to put forth legislation. Um, you know, through the through the process of uh, you know drafting bills and and pushing bills, you know, hopefully through the through the House of Representatives um, to change the law, the Ohio Revised Code. So you know, our job is to be really responsive to constituents, to understand their needs, uh, to help them where they're hitting roadblocks and where needed to change the law. All right. Yeah. Um. It's very interesting. Is there any reason why you chose to become to become a state representative and not some other form of uh, trying to think of the word uh, just another role for the government? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was on city council in Hudson, um, so I started serving at the local level. But I mean, backing up even before that, Gavin, I was, uh, you know, as a kid, I was I was one who you know <laughs> put my name forward and was in student government, and um, you know was was always saying, "Hey, let me be the project leader or throw an idea out there uh, for something that I wanted uh, you know to try to you know, convince my my classmates or or colleagues of uh, to pursue." So um, I I went to the Air Force Academy for college and took leadership roles there. Um, and honestly, just have, have always enjoyed, always sought out and enjoyed um, leadership positions. I, I really have. I found them to be an opportunity to, um, you know, have an impact, to, you know, make positive change, to grow personally. Those are all great things. So um, following the Air Force Academy, I went on active duty, uh, served on active duty Air Force, in the active duty Air Force. In fact, that's what brought me to Ohio. Um, when I was at the Air Force Academy, I was working out in the cadet gymnasium. Bear with me here. And mm. uh, I there was a, a big old TV, like an old cathode ray tube TV. They don't really have these around anymore, but uh, bulky TV on the wall, like on a pedestal. And I was trying to turn the pedestal so I could see SportsCenter. Um, and the TV snapped off the pedestal and kind of fell on me. And I was sort of atlasing it, struggling mightily. Um, and there was no other cadet. There was one other cadet in the gym, all the way across the gym. And I kind of yelled for help. 
and she came over and helped me with the TV. And that is how I met my future wife, Amanda. Um, so we, uh, we were brought together by this falling TV, uh, and then started dating and, um, then got engaged right around graduation. And she was assigned to write Patterson Air Force Base and in Ohio. And I was assigned out in Los Angeles and California. And when we got married, they moved me to Ohio. So that's what brought me here. And when we finished our active duty service commitment, you know, um, I wanted to continue serving. And so I sought out community positions, nonprofit organizational positions, um, just, you know, kind of what, and, and got involved politically too. Um, in, you know, kind of focused on issues that I really cared about. So very long answer to your question, but when I was done with my active duty service, I wanted to, you know, find ways to continue serving. It's been in my blood for a long time, really, um, that I've, I've wanted to, I've wanted to continue in some capacity. And when we moved up to Hudson in 2013, um, I joined a program called Leadership Hudson and started getting involved in, involved in the community up here. That led to a run for city council. Um, I was elected to city council in 2015, served most of my first term before moving on to the state house. So here I am. <laughs> Sorry, very long answer. <laughs> oh, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Um, a long and winding answer to your question. <laughs> but I uh, know you're fine. Uh, another question that I have for is what were the biggest challenges for you as a state representative before and after you got to the position? Uh, well, biggest challenges. Well, I, I guess I don't really understand that. So biggest challenges before I got into the position, you mean like, yeah, like getting yeah, getting oh, oh. into it. Got it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I'll start with that. Um, I mean, there, a huge challenge in getting elected was the fact that I, you know, this was a gerrymandered district. So like all of Ohio's 99 districts today, um, it was designed for one party to win. And, um, you know, I'm a Democrat. This was, this was a Republican district. Um, I'm the first Democrat to represent this district uh, in the 37th and it's in its current gerrymandered form. So, you know, I'd say it's when, when you're dealing with unfair maps um, and you know, where one party um, has control over how they're designed, uh, you know, it's kind of like University of Akron going to the horseshoe um, to play the Buckeyes at night. <laughs> it's kind of how I, I mean, it's not like a neutral site um, it is, it's very tough to win. So, um, you know, in 2018, uh, I had to run essentially much, much better just to barely win, uh, the race. So that, that was hard. That was tough on me and my family. I had, uh, a baby at the time and, a you know, a young daughter who was three at the time. Um, and it took a lot of time away from my family and, you, know, you have to raise a lot of money. I had to raise three about three hundred eighty-five thousand dollars for this state house race, um, and you know there's a lot of I guess pressure and and that goes into that. But um, ultimately, we were we were able to get it done and won by one point like one point three percent. So it was a very close race, very closely watched race. There was also a lot of outside dark money that got involved that we later found out was tied to HB six, which was this really bad corrupt 
energy bill that's led to a lot of arrests and indictments and firings. So there was a lot of outside money in my race. The Koch brothers got involved in my race. Um, it felt like I got the full national experience just to get elected. So I'd say, you know, because it was one of the very few actually competitive races in the state, a lot of uh, money and focus went on it. And um, so it was, it was hard to win. It was a tough campaign, uh, but amazingly gratifying to, you know, that the voters put their trust in me uh, in 2018. So, you know, I'd say since to answer the second part of your question, um, the toughest thing I'd say is that the national, you know, the national environment has really put a bit of a chill on the state environment. And that's made it kind of hard to, to get some of our priorities done. I mean, Democrats are in a super minority down at the state house. So it's, it's hard to get uh, you know, some of the priorities that I'd like to see push through the state house, um, push through, you know, I, I, and the change, some of the changes I'd like to, I'd like to see isn't happening. That's very frustrating for me. Um, whether it be, you know, renewable energy investments. So we have a real energy policy in the state, um, or protection for LGBT Ohioans, which we're one of the few States where you can be fired from your job simply for being gay. Um, you know, some common sense gun reforms to protect people, um, you know, clean air, uh, legislation, legislation for kids. I have a bill for hearing aids that for kids, um, to be covered by insurance that we couldn't get pushed through the house. Some of that stuff is very frustrating for me. Just kind of the, 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 the sides that people dig into and the inability to get some, some really important things done for our state. Yeah, but. That sounds absolutely difficult in order to get through all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a challenge. I mean, that said, we have gotten some really good things done. So I don't want to be all doom and gloom. I mean, we uh, I was able to um, help push through the largest investment in public transportation in Ohio history, um, which is being used by transit authorities to, in part, electrify their fleets, which is really, really exciting. Um, we pushed through the, we worked on the, uh, in a bipartisan way on H2 Ohio, which was a, an historic investment in the Lake Erie watershed, which our district is in, in clean water. Um, and that, that was really huge too. And you know, we were able to increase school funding uh, for the first time in a really long time. So uh, that that was a big change that we were able to get done. I, I got a bill through for military families, um, you know, to help them, to help spouses of military families get jobs when they get to Ohio. That was really important for me. In fact, I went back to Wright-Patterson Air Force Base for the bill signing for that. So um, there have been some, there have been some wins and some positive things that we've done. It's just frustrating when so many even more important things or, or equally important things aren't being, aren't being addressed. Yeah. Uh, which, what was your favorite uh, policy that you were able to get through? That is a good question. Um, I would say the fact that we were able to get a fix on school funding, some help for public schools, was really important. I think, um, you know, this was a long time coming. Going back decades to 1994, 
the Ohio Supreme Court ruled that um, Ohio schools are funded unconstitutionally. And what does that mean? Well, they are too dependent on local property tax revenues. So basically the wealthier the community, the more the property values are worth and the more revenues that get driven to local schools. Have a great day. <laughs> do, you, do we need to, yeah, is that okay we, to have yeah, it? We, we need to re-say that. I don't know. Okay. That's okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened and why that happened. So yeah. Um, what did you say? <laughs> uh, Mike, uh, the question was basically, what was your favorite policy that you were able to get through? Yeah, yeah I would say, um, you know, our, our public school funding bill that was incorporated into the state budget, that was a sea change. If you go back decades, um, the Ohio Supreme Court has ruled that Ohio unconstitutionally funds its public schools. Well, what does that mean? That means that too much of the revenue for a public school district comes from their local property taxes. So the wealthier the community, the higher the property values, the more the tax revenue, the more funding that comes locally. Um, and that, you know, and obviously districts of lesser means, um, they get less revenue. And the state would make up some of that, but not enough. So we were chronically underfunding our public schools for decades. Finally, in a bipartisan uh, framework, we, uh, we, we passed a bill, which was called HB1, uh, but it then became incorporated into the budget uh, that would guarantee legally certain funding levels. For Hello, I'm Simon Powers, and I guess it's just me. And you're listening to the 3-3-O's Music Review. Today we will be talking about rap icon, Trippy Red. You may know Trippy from songs like Miss the Rage, T Taking a Walk, and others. Trippy's real name is Michael Lamar White IV. He was born in Canton, Ohio on June 18th, 1999. Trippy has stated that... Uh, Trippy has... Trippy has stated that he is from Irish, Native American, and African American descent. His mother, Tanya White, raised him as a single mother since his father was in prison when he was born. Trippy took his father's name, Michael Lamar White. He has two brothers, his younger brother nicknamed Hippie Red, and his older brother was known as Dirty Red. His older brother, however, died in a car accident in 2014. Trippy's love for music started when he was growing up while his mother pretended to be Tupac, Beyonce, and Ashanti, but he says his real inspiration came from his brother, Dirty. Mr. Ray... Oh. If you want, if you want to hear more of Trippy Red, search him up on wherever you, you stream music. I'm out.